Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are Two Market Girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, and trending news topics in the vegan world. So, yeah. in honor of International Women's Day... We're talking about food. <laughs> <laughs> False. We're yeah. talking about women being women. Yes, We're sure. just going to yeah. like cover that topic yeah. in general. Yes. We- you know what we're women it's our day we'll talk about what we want yeah even though this episode comes out the day after women's day yeah well that's okay yeah it's fine yeah it's fine totally fine it's fine every day should be women's day so. you know what it is for me is yes. it for you yes good yeah good okay but before we get into talking about ourselves let's do the <laughs> news <laughs> this is plant-based news with cat and Deb bringing you their unsolicited opinions on the stories and scandals taking the vegan world by storm. Hello and welcome to the news. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. Today making news, Mark Wahlberg? Marky Mark. Marky Mark goes vegan for his health. Yeah, Marky Mark. And because of his, hold on, graphic content, leaky gut syndrome. (laughs) Poor Marky Mark. Oh, poor Mark. Marky Mark, the owner of a burger restaurant. We will get to that. Yeah. Um, so he says that he feels good on a plant-based diet. The actor has been eating exclusively vegan food for his health for the last few weeks. He was recently on an episode of Versus the Internet. And during that episode, he talked a lot about his previous diet, which I think for some of the movies he was on where he really had to, to bulk up, bulk up, he was eating a lot, a lot of protein. Yeah, animal protein throughout the day. And he said, I've been eating just plant-based for about three weeks now. And I got to tell you, I feel really good. Yeah, it's Marky been Mark. Nice. Yeah, Marky Mark. Pretty sure he said it just like that. I don't think that's how but he with talks. a Boston, Boston accent. accent. Okay, so just and like, like kind of a grimace on his face because he tends to do. Well, that. You, I totally had to, had it. You just can't tell because this is a podcast. Okay, well, I'm right here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so something is noted in the article about this whole yeah. leaky gut syndrome thing. It's apparently pretty common with the animal product heavy standard American diet, a.k.a. SAD. Um, this is because SAD. That's what SAD means. Yes. Got it. You isn't didn't it, understand when I was saying it earlier? Isn't it? Isn't that seasonal depression? Isn't that also what it's? Oh, um, my goodness. Yes. Seasonal effect, affective, affective disorder? disorder or something like that. Well, yeah. okay. Just for the record, we were talking about the standard American diet right now. Okay. I didn't know that Not. had an acronym. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if people if use it all the time, thing, yeah. but it, right now it's in this article. Okay, so the standard American diet. Yes. And so this is because SAD is low in fiber and high in sugar and saturated fats. The foods that cause inflammation are red and processed meat, French fries and other fried foods, refined carbohydrates, soda and margarine, shortening, lard. And then you have the anti-inflammatory foods like leafy greens and tomatoes and berries and nuts. Mm-hmm. So... That is why Mark switched to his vegan diet because he yes. was having a lot of issues with his leaky du- gut, no doubt linked to all of the animal products he was eating. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> so now one of the things he has, I think, shared on his Instagram mm-hmm. is his new vegan breakfast that he enjoys, Ooh. vegan green juice, Ooh. vegan pancakes, and some kind of bread that I can't pronounce <laughs> Pronounced <laughs> with butter. I cannot pronounce. I cannot <laughs> <laughs> okay now you were talking about the fact that he and his brothers own a burger restaurant yeah, burgers so where does his plant-based diet fit in yes well fun fact they added the impossible burger to their menu in january 2018 two years ago yeah damn i didn't realize this yeah. you didn't realize this well because like Wahlburgers is mainly in the u.s yeah yeah so and it's g- not necessarily the biggest chain ever that you hear all this news about no but i hear it's good burgers well, maybe we'll have to go try their Impossible Burger. But I mean, we have to go to the States for that. So we see every episode we plan a trip that we don't go <laughs> Where's on. Where's the closest Wahlburgers to us that would have the Impossible Burger? That's a great question. I'm pretty sure there's a Wahlburgers in Toronto, but they definitely don't have the Impossible Burger because the Impossible Burger is not here yet. It's impossible to find, one might say. <laughs> we are punalicious today. Oh, boy. <laughs> so apparently Wahlburg has been trying to eat more plant-based food since they added it in 2018 he was even spotted dining with nfl patriots tight end rob gronk gronkowski at the newly opened miami-based <laughs> vegan restaurant palanta i like that like just because he doesn't eat 
vegan like i mean now he is or whatever plant-based like him being spotted at a plant-based restaurant is this like huge thing like oh my god he's eating a plant-based meal once whoa listen Catherine, this came straight from tmz okay <laughs> this is big news. i just like i hate that it's such a big deal like he was spotted eating a plant-based meal he must be eating more plant-based now <laughs> no maybe he was just feeling like vegetables that but day i wish they would do that when it was like he was eating french fries spotted spotted that is plant-based eating plant-based french fries oh my god (laughs) okay we're gonna move on to a vegan dating show Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's gonna be part talk show and part dating game it's called the vegan cupid show and it's going to be on roku okay which is a streaming service so it's actually being produced by Vegan Television Network, plant-based network. Did you know there was a vegan television no, network? No, I did not know that. I didn't either. So I looked into it. I don't know how formal this television network is. Right now, it seems like it's only available on a bunch of different streaming services. Not like the big ones like Netflix and Prime, yeah. but smaller ones, kind of like Roku. Um, mm. They have a bunch of different shows all based around lifestyle and cooking and environmental and sustainability content. So it's going to be hosted by vegan professional matchmaker, Kareen. That's a thing? Charbonneau. Um, sorry, I butchered your name. Um, it will made, be made exclusively for vegans and vegetarians. For the show, it will set up one lucky bachelor or bachelorette with one of three potential matches. The host will also interview people and talk about vegan dating, love, and relationships. Mm. Yeah. So I think she's currently interviewing potential contestants for the show. And the filming will take place in LA later this year. I didn't know a vegan professional matchmaker was a thing. That is such a Or is it a professional matchmaker that happens to be vegan? possibly yeah i also Should wonder how you become common? a professional matchmaker not that i want to do it <laughs> at all like is there i wonder if there's like is there a course is there a like, certification like, that's what i'm saying like can anyone just call themselves that if they get paid to matchmake somebody or like do you is there like a course that people take or like some sort of certification that you like can add to your like this is why you should trust me because i've been certified by this and this mm-hmm. no like, I, I think it's like that first one and as soon as you get very self-made do a matchmaking matchmaking situation you're all of a sudden a professional yeah kind of like that is what professional means right you get paid for it someone who calls himself like a guru yeah you know (laughs) a health guru yeah yeah Catherine, would you watch the show no i don't really watch a lot of those dating type things like i don't watch the bachelor i don't watch any of that kind of stuff yeah and i feel like that love is blind one that's going on right now that everyone's obsessed with yeah there's no way it's this isn't going to be total cringe oh yeah that's all okay anytime you put dating involved in some sort of reality tv format it's always cringe i think the only part i would be maybe curious about is the first half of the show which is just interview interviews with people about dating and love relationships because people seem so fascinated by how your vegan diet plays into dating yeah Yeah. so whether or not you date someone who's vegan or non-vegan so that might be interesting to hear about but i don't remember if you said i might have just not listened is everyone vegan on the show it doesn't specify um but i would assume that they are like i wasn't sure if it was like uh, you have a group of vegans and you're matchmaking them with people that would work for them that are okay with the veganism or everyone is vegan which would make more sense I yeah think. well because like if the person who's trying to be match made doesn't care if the person their partner is vegan or not sh- on the show they can go anywhere but if they need the matchmaking help maybe they don't want to go could, anywhere like, they could go to the bachelor if they wanted that didn't need to be oh that's true a vegan specific show yeah. then probably it says vegan and vegetarians oh so veg yeah got it veg veg so eggs allowed eggs are eggs and milk allowed eggs and cheese and milk okay. are allowed i suppose interesting. but no gelatin interesting i wonder how i feel like there's even some dynamics through that because i feel like like i'm curious about the vegans that go on this mm-hmm. and the vegans that are very strong into the no animal products like i feel like would butt heads with some vegetarians too well if that happens then the matchmaker isn't very good at their job yeah I'm curious about this. But yeah, you don't watch any of those shows, right? Oh, God, no. Yeah. They're depressing. I just can't. Yeah. I don't find it entertaining in the slightest. And it just makes such a bad name for love. Like, people yeah. are only on there to get famous. Yeah. And 
younger people that watch that are thinking that that's how love works and that just is so toxic yeah i i agree like yeah you don't like i'm not denying that i'm sure there's some people who may have fallen in love through the course of some of these shows but you don't go on that show for love mm-hmm. like you just don't <laughs> it's not the right you go on circumstances that show to have to become that an influencer yes to get followers to get clout yeah and then you get paid to sponsor things mm-hmm. that's, not- that's why you go on shows like the bachelor yeah okay we're gonna move on from this dating game and we're gonna talk about impossible foods yeah and they are now dropping their price point woot, woot. now this is going to apply to uh wholesalers yes. so not necessarily in retail like yes. in grocery stores but they're gonna cheapen the price by 15 percent to their wholesalers so hopefully that will translate to companies like burger king or white castle or disney being able to sell the burgers for cheaper or wall burgers yes wall burgers too <laughs> we now know right back <laughs> mm-hmm. it's all part of their mission to make um it plant-based works. foods competitive and cheaper than animal meat make it actually a substitute exactly so we launched impossible burger at america's top top restaurants and we still enjoy a premium reputation among the world's best chefs and gourmets but our stated goal since the founding of the company has always been to drive down prices through economies of scale reach price parity and then undercut the price of conventional ground beef from cows this is good news, and I'm curious to see um, how Beyond, like companies like Beyond Meat, who's their biggest competitor, how they are comparing and trying to yeah. keep up with that price cut. Because we've already, we also already did news that Just Egg is trying to decrease their prices too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and that seems to be like the next mission. They're like, we found a product that everyone really, really likes. Mm-hmm. Now let's make it cheaper. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like when you talk to people about Beyond Meat or about Impossible Foods, especially at the retail prices, it's either, oh, it's really expensive yeah. or, oh, it's all made of chemicals or well, something like, like that. That's like my big thing is like people try and they're like, yeah, this is really good. And the first like two questions they ask are, is it cheaper and is it healthier? Yeah. And it's neither of those things right now. So like you, they'd be like, why am I buying this? Mm-hmm. For people that can't connect to that animal connection, they have no understanding of why they would buy something like this when it's not cheaper than what they're doing now and it's not healthier necessarily than what they're doing now. Yeah. So. It's a good point. So it'd be good to get one of those things. <laughs> yeah. And like from our perspective. And I think cheaper is a really good thing to go for. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because like from our ex- perspective, especially when you get that burger at like A&W, we're not going to be healthy anyways. No. We don't need it to be healthy. Yeah. It's a burger. We're yeah. getting a burger to have a burger not to be exactly. healthy. So if we can get it cheaper, I think you're right that that is like a stronger way to go. Yeah. Just even because cheapness is like that is the biggest struggle for me. Like I would get Beyond Burgers more if they didn't cost like four dollars a patty (laughs) Mm -hmm. and just in general like making plant-based options as accessible as possible is huge for making it more mainstream and more common exactly all right now we can move on now we're going to move on to trader joe's and their new vegan mac and cheese yes that they're going to be serving in the ready to go option so it comes in like a tub Mm -hmm. some people have already spotted it in new york trader joe's vegan vegan travel eats okay she bought it and tried it i don't remember what she said about it though the sauce is made from butternut squash coconut milk dairy-free butter and nutritional yeast it comes in a 20 ounce tub i think if i'm remembering correctly i think she said it was really sweet interesting but even if it's not super cheesy i feel like that combo of ingredients would still be a good like it'd probably be a delicious pasta creamy pasta right yeah so we have no idea what it tastes like no but i mean trader joe's has been releasing a lot of plant-based products lately they've got their new plant-based protein patties Mm -hmm. and then they've got a vegan milk chocolate bar that is on the way oh they gotta go back to buffalo right they talked about it on their podcast recently which is called inside trader joe's yeah um i gotta listen to this podcast i i've listened to a couple episodes yeah it's pretty interesting um instead of dairy they're gonna use almond milk to make the creamy consistency we definitely need to... I, I want to go and just spend more time at Trader Joe's. What If whoever's listening that has a Trader Joe's near them, when is it not busy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's gotta, when we would like to go. It's got to be like right when it opens or maybe right before it closes. Or even like, should we take like a day off and not go a on a weekday? Weekend? Yeah. yeah. Because right. like... And I feel like it should be a Monday and not a Friday because the Friday before a weekend yep. would probably still be busy. Because like it's just, it was just so busy that I just wanted to get out of there. Yeah. 
because like i just felt like it was in the way and like i feel like we missed out on a lot of good stuff definitely <laughs> i got, also speaking it, of dolphins we gotta get the scandinavian <laughs> swimmers oh those are so good up. those are gummy candies by the way because literally as soon as we came back from buffalo and i'm like looking at people's stories who go to trader joe's like we missed like crispy brownie cookies and like yeah. things like that i was like damn i'll want those things i would also really like to go back and in the grocery stores kind of hit up the ready to go or yeah. the hot food tables yes. and check those out yes. it's like uncharted territory that i am so curious about Devin, we got to go back okay and not get a speeding ticket this time hey we didn't need to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> okay what's okay next? well we're gonna move on to the netherlands <laughs> across the pond <laughs> you're gonna say the nether region <laughs> like wow wow that is for a different show <laughs> the netherlands yes so they actually have something called national week without meat that's cool yeah it's from march 11th through the 17th so coming up it is and so as part of this kfc is going to serve only chicken chickenless chicken at all of their restaurants wow mm-hmm. that is big the initiators of the national week without meat call on all dutch people to refrain from eating meat and fish from 11 to 17 march and to eat vegetarian instead they want to make people aware of the positive impact of eating less meat and to show how easy it is to eat no meat and fish i think that's kind of cool because it's like more doable than like a veganuary that's a whole month Mm -hmm. not saying veganuary is a bad thing but like doing the one week is kind of cool and it's i think still long enough to kind of see that like yeah i still feel good from this you know Mm mm-hmm and I'm really glad to hear like KFC in the UK is making that move. Mm-hmm. And then we've seen them start to make moves like in the States with testing in Charlotte, Nashville and those areas yeah. with their chickenless chicken. Yeah. And they tested here as well for yeah. one day at one location. Seemed like it did well. We didn't get to try it. No. We're but, too busy. Yeah. I wish we could go to these like one day things, but it's just too much. I know. But I'm here for more chicken. Yes. More chicken in 2020. More chicken, more better. Chicken. Vegan chicken. Chicken? Chicken. chicken. What, what is chicken. your favorite way to spell vegan chicken? I usually just... Besides V-E-G-A-N-C-H-I. <laughs> I usually uh, get rid of the um, E, instead, like the yeah. chicken, and just put an apostrophe. Me too. Chicken. Yeah. Chicken. I'm an apostrophe That's user. usually what I do. I'm or what? I just spell vegan chicken. Yeah whatever's better for, for seo am i right that's why i usually say vegan chicken because it's better for search yeah. no one's searching with an apostrophe in the middle of a word except for like the hardcore vegans yeah. <laughs> um but yeah normally if i'm like writing it out in like a story or something i'll like put an apostrophe where the e is yeah okay and now from chicken we're going to go to starbucks are these honorable mentions now yes just like quick yeah. mentions just some product updates this one is only in the states starbucks is releasing two new items for their spring menu that are going to be vegan so it's a iced golden ginger drink and a iced pineapple matcha drink which they sound yummy they do the first option is made with ginger pineapple and turmeric and they're shaken together with ice and coconut milk the second is also made with coconut milk and features premium matcha green tea and is flavored with pineapple and ginger they look very refreshing they've got that nice green matcha color and then that fresh pineapple color mm-hmm. that the the bright yellow one looks mm-hmm. so refreshing that's what like i was going for i made a mango matcha mm-hmm. i combined the two i made you a did. mango matcha smoothie yesterday it did not look pretty but it was so refreshing it was literally just that ripple matcha drink uh with frozen mango blended up it was so good it did look good i was curious about it um, this article also mentions that Starbucks previously experimented with coconut milk-based vegan drinks, including the dragon drink, which is oh. made with pieces of dragon fruit, oh, and cool. the chain added them to its permanent menu. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. In the U.S. and Canada. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't go to Starbucks enough to know. And I do, but Are I you- only order coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but this is all kind of plays a part with them trying to shift more of a focus to having yeah. dairy-free options. Yeah. Okay. It'd be really cool if there's one day like a coffee shop, a chain coffee shop that's just all vegan. If you were to it's place non-dairy. a bet for which chain would do it first, even though it's probably we're years away, who would you bet? What are the big chains we're considering? Timmy's? Like, are we I considering guess, ones in America too, like Dunkin'? Yeah, because Dunkin' would probably be up there. Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks, Timmy's here in Canada. 
um what because there's also like second cup and aroma and all those ones yeah. like, are we counting those ones i don't sure. know what the big coffee chains are and i feel like we're missing more of them there's, in the I'm, states there's also i feel like another one i can't think of second cup oh it's country style not big i'm <laughs> uh, not really around anymore like mcdonald's yeah. thinks of themselves as a coffee, as a coffee place mccafe yeah stuff, but they but don't even have there's any no way they're going all yeah. dairy free they're not the first ones we can rule them out okay timmy's is also not the rule, first ones we can definitely <laughs> rule them out maybe they'll surprise us though I don't know like i don't know enough about duncan so maybe duncan would be up there but i think starbucks makes the most sense mm. because it's the most like fancy pants mm-hmm. i think starbucks makes the most sense to go all dairy free first yeah. if that ever happens that would be a huge thing yeah or for it to be like the menu be primarily dairy free and you have to ask for non-dairy yeah, yeah. the non-dairy or the think, dairy is the specialty item yeah i think starbucks would have to be probably be at the top of the list of ones to do it yeah but again it's also a huge chain so that would require a lot of change so it could be one that's like smaller but still big like an aroma Mm -hmm. could be one like that where they like had a change of heart and they're like we want to shift our focus to mostly dairy-free because like we don't like the effects on the environment and it's easier for them to change than say a starbucks because starbucks is massive Mm -hmm. so i could also see a smaller chain doing it first too yeah but who knows? Yeah. Just a thought. Yeah. Uh, what else? Sorry. Honorable mentions. Yeah. So our final honorable mention is Subway's new cauliflower curry wrap. Sounds so good. Right? It makes me want to go to Subway. In the UK, right? doesn't happen. Isn't it in the UK? No. It's limited release in Seattle and Baltimore. So does limited release mean this is a test? Yeah. Subway announced it would be testing this new okay. vegan option only a few weeks ago. And it's currently only in Seattle and Baltimore. So the cauliflower curry signature wrap comes in the tortilla of your choice. Yeah. With red onion, green bell peppers, banana peppers, and four crispy breaded cauliflower patties drizzled with Subway's new curry sauce made with red pepper, basil, coconut milk, curry powder, red chili, garlic, and ginger. Mm. There are a lot of aggressive flavors at play here. Mm. Mm. I like that. (laughs) But yeah, hopefully the test goes well and they mm-hmm. release that across more locations. Yeah, agreed. I mean, it's really nice that Subway has the meatball sub. Yes. Which I had twice this week. What? I. It's, What's happening? Let me, Catherine. Yeah, isn't there Bodmi Boys by your work? Catherine, it's been a rough week, okay? Isn't there Bodmi Boys by your work? Yeah, but that's like, a, that's a walk away. Oh my God, it's worth the walk away. <laughs> I, I couldn't make Nothing it. Nothing against the meatball sub. I mean, everything against the meatball sub, but it's just not that good for either of our tastes. Do you want to know what's even more wild? What? So You had it with marinara? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. They put it by accident because no, they did that to me. Because apparently some locations don't actually have both options maybe that's why i got it then yeah i was like oh no no, i wanted it without the sauce and she goes and tries to like scoop the sauce off of it i was like oh no no don't don't worry about it i just thought like some locations have it separate never mind (laughs) and then it's strange that they wouldn't because like does it come sauce to the store already because i figured they would have had they get the meatball separate in the sauce and they add it to the sauce so you'd think they'd have it separate at one point it's been a weird week. You want to know what happened the second time I ordered it? What happened? They handed me the wrong sandwich. I got back to my office, opened up, and this chicken. Oh, no. Subway. So somebody else. I don't know what that God guy did with sub. my meatball sub, but I did not see him back there. Must have enjoyed it. Yeah, but I went and got another sub. Did you have to buy it? No. Okay, good. No. You came up and were like, hey, this is not my sub. Yeah, I was like, ah, uh, you gave me the wrong sub. How do they mess that up? I don't know. It's hard to mess that up because it's in a line. Yep. Interesting. Did you do you get it grilled, like toasted? Yeah. Yeah. So, but the toast before any meat or anything goes into it, right? No, they toast it with the meatballs okay. on there. Because if there was cheese, you put you the were cheese still, on. To you melt. had to make it with them along the line. How did that happen? Listen, uh, they very get confusing. Confused. I'm so sorry for you. You know what? It's okay. I made it through, and I'm Devin. hoping for a meatball-free week. Devin, this week, yeah. Bond me, boys. I know. You want a sub sandwich? Go further away, and it can be a little bit slower. (laughs) That's all. Bond me, boys, is so good. Listen, cat. It was almost three o'clock, and I hadn't eaten. You should do a. I mean, I don't like using the app, but like ritual, so you can order it and then just go pick it up. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. You should do that. Okay. I assume they do ritual at all their locations, but it would. I already have the app too. Oh my god, do it. Okay. All right. Well, that's all we have for the news (laughs) this week. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, I also, I want to make one more notable mention. I didn't realize this happened a few weeks ago, but Kat confirmed it to me today. The sad news that A&W no longer has their plant-based nuggets yeah, on the, the menu. The test is complete. Has ended and... We have no results of it. No, except sadness. All, that's all we have is sadness. Yeah, it's pretty sad. I miss them already. Yeah, it was... It's one of those things that, like, I went in to get A&W and I was planning to get a burger, but instead of fries as a side, I was going to get chicken the nuggets. I love it. <laughs> and then I looked around and I was like, oh, there's, there's no nuggets. Yeah. And then I asked and they were gone. And I was like, oh, you sure there's no more? Are you sure? <laughs> and there's no more. It's very sad. Yeah, I don't know how long it's been gone for. But Me neither. I noticed a couple... A few weeks ago. Well, on that note... Devin is very, very sad. That's it for this edition of In the News. I'm Devin. And I'm Catherine. And that's the way our plant-based dreams crumble. That was so sad. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about women. Yeah. They're the best. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Cat, what's it like to be a woman? Uh, An international woman. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're talking about International Women's Day, which was yesterday. Yes. Today, technically, because we're recording this on International Women's Day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What did you want to talk about? I don't know. Like, when I think about International Women's Day, a lot of it comes back to women's representation in different careers and different fields. So you're more workplace focused. Constantly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What about you? What do you think of? Uh, I think of more on the human rights side of it. Okay. Like, that plays into human rights, obviously, but it's more about the, like sexual harassment and like just men all around treating women like they are actual people Mm -hmm. and like the whole thing with the presidency and that like no one's willing to ever vote for a woman Mm -hmm. and like the different standards that we hold for men versus women that kind of stuff comes to mind more i think sometimes the most difficult part is when you realize something that you think is somehow relates back to just like a toxic masculinity or like misogynistic background and you don't even realize that that's where it came from Mm -hmm. you just thought that that's how things are yeah do you know what i mean yeah oh totally and i don't know how we get past that it's hard because it's hard to even recognize it Mm -hmm. and i can't even think of an example i know that's the thing right because it doesn't stand out which Mm -hmm. is the saddest part but yeah i've noticed myself get more and more not that i was ever not into women's rights but like i've noticed myself the older i get the more important it becomes to like point out certain things Mm -hmm. and just be like nope that's not right stop that but i've literally become the person that every single day there is something that a man does that i'm just i've said it every single day for the last like month at least once day men are disgusting oh Like the other day, so I manage social media for a company and we have this campaign going on where we have uh, a woman as the spokesperson for the product and all that stuff. And a comment on the video was, she's got great legs. You should show them more. And I was like, how disgusting are men? (laughs) Like it makes like things like that make me so mad. Yeah. Like I'm like, why? Why do you feel the need to comment this at all? Like, what do you think is going to come out of this comment? I don't understand. That's what bothers me. Yeah. Things like that. It's like those things that seem little, but really aren't that little at all. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. No, you're right. And you do, you definitely notice those things more and more as you grow up. Mm -hmm. And you just like, even in everyday dynamics, the way people interact with you. Yeah. um, It's such, like it's ingrained in us so much that we don't even realize we're doing it. I think for me, a lot of the things that I can't help but notice uh, every day is just things like, how few women there are in certain areas of work like even in my workplace like how many coordinators are female yeah not a lot of them and then especially in media i find i i don't i have this contradicting um approach where if i'm into like when i was really into web development i would be like okay where are the other women who are doing this because i want to be able to see myself in this career path like that really helps and then same with YouTube when I got really into YouTube. You wanted it was, women creators. Yeah, where are yeah. the female filmmakers except the YouTubers that I liked the most were, men. were never yeah. yeah women. And then now like I'm very into podcasting and I'm having the same thing. The where, same issue. Yeah, my favorite podcasts, a lot of them are all men. Yeah. But then I 
am constantly searching out like where are the women who are doing the job that I like enjoy and want to do and then when I find a show that oh this was produced by a woman this was edited by a woman Mm -hmm. this is hosted by a woman like all of those things I am so invested in that but then I'm like why aren't these shows my favorite either Mm -hmm. it's such a conflicting feeling and it makes me feel like I'm a bad woman or something (laughs) that you like it feels like you're kind of hypocritical being like support women do this do this and then everything you listen to or noticeably is like men 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 and I feel like to an extent like we can obviously do something about that and make a more of an effort mm-hmm. to probably listen to more women's creations and creators stuff but also to the point where it's like in general men have a lot more opportunities than women do mm-hmm. especially in media i feel like mm-hmm. so the stuff that becomes bigger and becomes like gets this big thing usually are men yeah it really is quantity. and they're like it's very like there's a lot of men out there creating really cool content i'm not trying to discount the content mm-hmm. but it's a lot of men because there's different standards held for things and i hope that changes obviously but like it's hard to kind of do that like get that balance now because there isn't that balance in who's creating what or who's getting the proper resources they need in mm-hmm. order to make their content what it really can be and like as good as it can be right so mm-hmm. And I feel like as like I don't want I don't want to speak for all women. Yeah. But it speak can for you woman. Exactly. <laughs> Me as woman. <laughs> um there's always a lot of like self-doubt that you feel like you're fighting with, right? Mm-hmm. Like you could hear a man doing a job and you're like, I don't know if I could do it as well. Like yeah. the whole idea if I can't do it perfect, I won't do it whereas a man just does he could if he could do it like 70 percent of the job he will go for it yeah all the way whereas when we're like if i don't have everything i can't do it yeah and that just holds us back so much to the Mm -hmm. point where like that's why there is so much more um male produced content out there yeah and then we've also like just been ingrained um to somehow perceive male voices differently than female voices yeah even though you can consciously be like no i like I want to put a, trust you have to put the effort to consciously yeah, do that though. yeah and it's it's such a messed up thing but it's yeah. also it's just like it happens and I don't know what we do about that like I was at um a podcast conference and one of the sessions I went to was about is podcasting still a boys club yeah so they went through all the things about like the stats of how many shows are produced by men it's still majority yeah. men and then things like um what kind of voice appeals to a listener like which kind of voice is perceived as neutral and trustworthy and when you put clips side by side even though they said it the same way they were saying the same words it was still the man and that's even coming from women thinking that right because it's just ingrained in us in a way that's something you have to train out basically yeah and then you've got the whole problem of things like vocal fry yeah which is the sound like a way you make your voice sound yeah. like, where it's like it kind of fries out at the end <laughs> yeah. and time and time again shows that are hosted by women tend to get a lot more criticism about their voice yeah whereas shows hosted by men hardly ever get criticism mm-hmm. and even big names like ira glass who um was a founder creator of this american life yeah he has vocal fry like big time yeah and no one has ever complained about it yeah whereas a a woman will receive complaints about it all the time yeah well it's like the same thing as if if a woman starts being more assertive on something and be like no this isn't right all of a sudden you're bossy instead of like assertive and Mm -hmm. just knowing your stuff no you're just bossy and annoying Mm -hmm. so like it's that it's the different there's like different words for it in every single different kind of area of it yeah and to me that bothers me so much is that like like when when you stand up for something or do whatever and you're like no this is how it needs to be done no this and they're like something like that a weird like little comment you're like nope i just know what i'm doing <laughs> like this is just what it mm-hmm. is so like i'm not bossy this is just how it should be done yeah but it takes a lot to even own that and to mm-hmm. recognize that in yourself yeah um i think too with getting older i look at even girls that are like 20 like yeah. not that much younger than yeah. me and i just like i want them to feel that sense of um assuredness that yeah. i now kind of have found and to not take shit from guys like i know i did in my 20s you oh know? yeah definitely or my like younger 20s. not even like just remembering not to stay quiet like i mm-hmm. feel like that's such a big thing is that women just tend to be like i'm just not gonna say anything i'm just gonna let them talk whatever like remembering to like make your voice heard 
because like that's really the only way it's unfortunate that like we have to do it but it's really like the only way to start like actually pushing out of is that you have to like say what's going on Mm -hmm. and really just like not really care what other people think because it's going to be a lot of bad before hopefully it gets good (laughs) yeah but it's so hard to do i know i'm not really confrontational person at all i've become more of one even in general i will not want to do those things even if i know i probably should i'm more likely to just let it go yeah because i can't be bothered but that's not like the healthiest thing to be doing yeah especially like if you don't want it to happen again exactly yeah (laughs) i'm more just like i'm sure it'll be fine it'll it'll go away on its own there's so many like it's little comments that bother me the most though that people don't realize necessarily are bad so it's like the nhl all-star weekend last year Mm. they allowed women like professional women hockey players to um compete in some of the games and like competitions and i can't remember who it was but she placed fourth i believe and they're like wow she's faster than like she came forth. She's faster than even some of the men here. I was like, she's a professional hockey player. Of course she placed. She did well. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, it's those things like that that are like, she wasn't just some person you just grabbed off the street and she all of a sudden, out. she was a professional hockey player. Mm-hmm. Like, that shouldn't be a surprise that she beat some of the men. Like, it's little things like that that bother me so much. Yeah. Um, I don't want this to just be like a negative I episode. Know. It's hard to not be, but like, yeah, we could talk about people that are really doing awesome things for international I was going to say, like, especially since it is International Women's Day, so many things get highlighted that we don't hear enough yeah. about. And that's been really awesome. I know with me, like I said, when I get into something, I start looking for women in that field. Yeah. So I've gotten really into basketball <laughs> this year, right? Yeah. So the Raptors have been spotlighting all the women that are part of their organization Mm -hmm. because like their VP of operations is a woman. Um, They have an assistant coach on the team who she's like our age and she's an assistant coach. Is it the brunette? Yeah. The one that's always on the bench. Yeah, Brittany. Um, She's an assistant coach. I thought she was someone else. No, she's an assistant coach. Why was I reading something else? Okay, never mind. There's also um, like their head of physio is a woman. Like they have, I think it's now 14 women in their organization and they've said like a big part of that is because directly related to the team yeah 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 <laughs> like, sorry no like they're front of office yeah. sorry <laughs> front of office. not like in mlsc not like marketing and yeah, all yeah. that kind no, of no. stuff their front of office part of the raptors okay. now has like 14 women part of it how, how many how many not including the team obviously because the team is going to be men but how many total people like what's the percentage on that Do we oh know? i don't know no i'm curious um because i was reading an article there was a women in sports event that happened in toronto uh-huh. a couple weeks ago and uh masai ujuri was there as a spokesperson because yeah. a lot of his work he's always been focused on you know highlighting women and helping women be part of sports more mm-hmm. um so when he came in to start the raptors there was two women yeah as part of the organization so one of his big mandates has been like upping that and recognizing the talent that exists that we just were like was being overlooked yeah so stories like that i really really love to hear yeah so sports is a big one for me too is that like me as a fan of most sports like i like sports in general seeing men's sports televised versus women's not Mm -hmm. bothers me so much so like when they finally i'm like oh my god they're actually like televising something this is amazing Mm -hmm. um tennis is actually pretty good with it they televise both which is incredible um which is the one i watch the most but like hockey is the hardest thing to come by Mm -hmm. um just because there's not really a a big women's league it's only when there's like world championships and stuff and they televise that but there was one i think it was the juniors that it was the men and the women and they played the men's during actual prime time and the women's earlier in the day when everyone's at work. <laughs> they replayed the yeah. women's later. But like it's not the same. Yeah. And I was like this is kind of crappy. Like people are going to watch the men's no matter what. At least give the women a little bit more of a leg up to get people to watch it. Yeah. So it's things like that. The televising stuff that I'm like where are the women's sports to watch? I mm-hmm. want women's sports. Did you hear what they're doing today? Uh, sorry. Sunday, yesterday, um, with the NHL. One of the games is being um, completely produced and hosted by women. That's cool. So I think it's going to be like the commentary, um, the pregame, postgame, like all the behind the scenes, all 
by women mm-hmm. just to highlight like international women's day so i really like things like that yeah i think a nice thing that i think the nhl all-stars did this year is that i think they featured a lot more women mm-hmm. in the games and i think they did a women's game like a full not like a full hour long game or whatever it was i think they actually did a game mm-hmm. which was pretty cool so they get like because you get a big audience for things like that so they actually got people to like really see women's hockey and yeah. how like it's exactly the same game it's such a great game to watch so um it's cool to see more movement on the bigger organizations to doing that yeah i think i mean since we're on the whole sports topic yeah um another one i want to shout out is when i like i started getting more into sports this year i found a newsletter called the gist Uh it was actually it was started by three women uh, who met in university I think at Queens or something yeah. like they're from Toronto yeah so they started a newsletter that is by women for women yeah. or for people who are new to sports or like kind of casual sports yeah. fans so it aims to speak to them in a way that doesn't like speaks to them in their language yeah um, so not overcomplicating things and so they release a newsletter Mondays and Thursdays and it kind of breaks down highlights in the sports world across the week and then they've started a podcast now where they do that too and like when I discover companies and organizations like that all I want to do is help support them because I love what they do like I love that it's all women backed and Mm -hmm. they're just like being total badasses and producing awesome content and speaking to a market that gets like left out of the conversation all the time yeah so I would encourage people to check out that newsletter if you're into sports or you think you want to know more about sports uh i could leave a referral link (laughs) in the show notes yeah if you want to subscribe i highly recommend it they are very funny and well written and their podcast is good too yeah there's so like back to other positive things Mm -hmm. is there like women right now not organizations like specific women that are really like standing out to you hmm one of those like bittersweet moments is like I love Elizabeth Warren so much. Mm-hmm. It's bittersweet because she just dropped out of her bid for presidency. Um, but she literally watching her in all the debates was some of the best experiences ever because she didn't let men talk over her. Like mm-hmm. she talked over men and she called them on their bullshit and she did this. Like she was so amazing and like I'm so sad that she's not going to be the next president. She deserves it. But she was just like it's such a sad it was such a sad moment to see her like fall out of the race like she did um because she was just like all around she's just such a strong person for women i feel like Mm -hmm. and it was so sad to see her lose but it's so nice to actually see her in the public eye because i would have never known who she was before the presidency race Mm -hmm. so i really like her right now um trying to think like honestly Teresa rich i think or rich yeah she's vp of operations at raptors they did a story on her and i've seen stories about her before Uh, she's kind of like lately for me like very inspiring in one of the specials they did about her recently she kind of talked about the whole idea of even if your voice is shaking or you can tell you're nervous like keep talking yeah don't like get scared and um let your shyness or um your fears overtake you like say what you need to say no matter what which is hard to do but yeah and even as she was saying it in the interview you could see her kind of getting like shaky and emotional about it because it's a powerful message but just hearing her say it was very inspiring yeah um as always there's like women's sports icons that i love like christine sinclair Mm -hmm. she just got the world record of number of international goals wild she just said it which is amazing um like Haley wickenheiser she's like head of player development for the leafs yeah which is amazing like women in sports are usually the ones that like take the top especially canadian sports yeah like i really like those like um uh bianca andrescu and like all the women's tennis players like women's tennis is really like at least in canada is really like stepping up their game Mm -hmm. they are really really shining a light on women's Mm -hmm. tennis which is awesome so even in um i think it's in college basketball she plays um sabrina inescu i think that's how you say your name uh-huh. she is setting records like no one else has in college basketball Jeez. male or female yeah. and just her being on the team like yeah. the um turnouts at games has just tripled yeah people are so fascinated by her because she plays so well um so she's been really inspiring to learn about and she grew up with brothers and 
she so she played basketball with a lot yeah. of guys and she, she figured out that the best way for her to actually get her hands on the ball because they wouldn't pass to her was to tr- learn how to get the rebounds yeah so she built that into her playing a lot so she's really good at rebounds really good at shots and just like it's inspiring that she has helped the women's basketball movement that much mm-hmm. and now people are paying attention more in general like across yeah. all the teams women are killing it yeah <laughs> um i don't know where to go from here where do we go from oh here? Oh, gosh. Oh, God. <laughs> Celebrate women every day, please. Yeah. And I think it also just goes back to in your everyday, yeah. kind of like uplifting the women around you. Yeah. Right? Really make that conscious effort before you go to say something, before you go to do something, whatever it is, really think about it. Yeah. When it's in regards to a woman. Really I, think about it. Because I think we can get so caught up in like jealousy or yeah if someone is like prettier than us or better than something in us we we automatically kind of have negative feelings toward Mm -hmm. each other but we shouldn't we should like be boosting each other up so you should encourage that person and like applaud them because them being good at something isn't going to make you less than you are um and i just think in general like complimenting each other more like when someone's outfit is on fire Oh, tell them guys i am literally really- and metaphorically <laughs> yo tell them you're on fire no you're literally, literally on fire. um yeah no i'm actually like i the company that i work for now is like largely women which is nice i don't know the actual percentage mm-hmm. but you notice how many women are there which is nice and so many of the like directors are like the heads of departments i think there's a total of how many heads of all the departments like i think there's like three or four men that are heads of departments and four women also so i think it's almost like evenly divided which is so cool to see Mm -hmm. and it's in things that like like it is in marketing and branding um but it's in finance as well and stuff like that so it's really cool Mm -hmm. to see that i like being a part of a company that has it seems to be i don't know the exact numbers but it seems to be a pretty like even divide of men and women Mm -hmm. so that's pretty cool that's awesome yeah it's also so weird that that is such a strange thing to think about. I know. Like in my head, I'm like, oh, I wonder what that would be like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I feel like, I, like, I don't know if this is just me, but I feel like most, like, I think it's something that's a lot on women's minds is like when you walk into the office, you take notice of how many other women are there, mm-hmm. but I don't think men necessarily do. Mm. Unless it's like really like two to 30, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so like i think it's like you i think the other side sometimes forgets that some like that thing that might seem small mm-hmm. is a huge deal sometimes or like applauding someone on an awesome job they did on like a campaign or whatever like that makes a big difference recognizing work they've done makes a really really big difference yeah and i think as you grow older too you kind of recognize the strength of women around you in yeah. different ways like more and more, I'm like, damn, these women who are balancing all these different things and their moms and like they have children they take care of and just figuring out how to balance all of that. It's just like it takes your understanding of how difficult it is to be a woman to yes. another level. And I just want to applaud all of them yes. so much. Be like, you guys inspire me. Yeah. Just by like being who you are yes and doing all of these things that we don't have to do mm-hmm. we always take on more than we need to i know and feel like we have to take care of everybody yeah. i would also something that like that really bothers me is when um and i'm not saying we shouldn't applaud people for this remember when people like say a husband does laundry or does dishes and they're like wow you're so lucky and you're like so this my mom did this too so so many people like uh, my dad did something they're like wow you're so lucky your husband does this and i was like yeah it's his house why shouldn't he yeah like it shouldn't be something that you applaud a man for helping his wife do housework or whatever mm-hmm. things like that that like little comments like that don't go towards the even like the gender equality mm-hmm. it still has those gender roles in thing in like in hand yeah so make sure like don't do those things or applaud both Mm-hmm. like yeah like you'd be like oh that's so odd like good job on both sides yeah. or whatever like i don't think we should be giving like we give men so much of a pedestal for not little things and it takes such a big thing to give a woman a pedestal yeah which is sad like and i'm not saying we shouldn't congratulate men on doing awesome things but i'm saying we got to even the playing field here a little bit mm-hmm. like 
men get congratulations for helping their wife out with laundry women don't get congratulations for doing all of the housework when they when they do that i'm not saying that's all households obviously but Mm -hmm. um so i feel like we need to even it out a little bit Mm -hmm. so remember that before you make comments um i don't know like we should probably wrap up yes but now i just thought about like what other recommendations should i give and honestly everyone should watch baroness von sketch yeah i love a good if you don't think women can be funny you're wrong a good female ensemble of comedians hello i'm here for it (laughs) ghostbusters the one with women love it bridesmaids love it baroness von sketch love it yes von sketch is so funny right yeah so funny um but yeah the main thing is just think before you do think about like if this comment sounds demeaning in any way or if this sounds like would you say this to a man if it was a man doing this or whatever it is just making those conscious efforts like everyone's gonna still slip up and do certain things but like making those conscious efforts is a big deal and men complimenting women on a sidewalk is never a good idea you're just a creep Mm -hmm. that happened literally yesterday Mm -hmm. it's it's the creepiest thing is when they slow down their car that's not mm-hmm. attractive. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you think it is or why you think I would take it as a compliment. Yeah. Walk away. Seriously. And I hate that there's so many little like interactions like that where you feel like, oh, I might not be safe right now. Yeah. It's one of the things that I've actually like I talked to. Um, I was talking to my dad and he makes a conscious effort to do this is like sometimes when you're walking on the sidewalk and there's someone really close behind you and it happens to be a guy you get nervous oh yeah you speed up a little bit yep. just because like and you obviously most of them I assert don't mean to do it yeah um and it's not necessarily their fault but it's just the way things have worked out in our society so like my dad makes a conscious effort never to walk too closely behind yeah a woman and like this because like you bring like it's it seems like such a, th- a thing that shouldn't be deal. They're like, obviously, I'm not going to attack you. But like, we don't know that mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's so many stories about women being attacked. And like, yeah, guys, don't follow women too closely on sidewalks. It makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. There's too many like horror stories that we're told about. Yeah. That make us hyper aware of, of when we could possibly be in danger. Yes. There's like that whole quote about men worry about women laughing at them and women worry about men killing them yeah Dark. and that's that's real like yeah no it is that is so so real like i've never felt like i was gonna die in any situation mm-hmm. but there's many situations that i have felt unsafe not because of anything necessarily the guy's doing on purpose mm-hmm. it's just because oh you're walking like two feet behind me that's kind of creepy or uh they look at you a weird way that they don't necessarily mean to but mm-hmm. like you're doing it <laughs> like or they make a comment on the street or yep. something like that like there's a lot of things so my biggest thing is just think think about what you're doing before you're doing it mm-hmm. as much as you can <laughs> it's hard to do but please do it and on that note shout out to all of the awesome yes. women who listen to our podcast you rock and, and shout to out to all the men all the men who are making good efforts in the name of women yes because it takes both of us it does yeah we should all be treated equally awesome yeah because i think the biggest thing about international women's day it's about gender equality yeah and you need both genders to do it yeah we don't all genders to do it we don't need to bring down men to rise up yeah exactly you just need to bring women up yeah yes all right that's gonna be it for this episode be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss future episodes if you're listening on apple give us a rating and review it helps our podcast grow if you want to check out any of our recipes they're at twomarkergirls.com or twomarkergirls on youtube we're twomarkergirls on all of the socials and that's gonna be it for us bye Bye.